Hey everyone, this is Patrick, also known as Bruce Banner, also known as the Incredible Hulk. Welcome to Let's Start Over, shall we? An actual play podcast set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're going through all of the MCU, from phase one on and letting the dice fall where they may. This week we have... Leon as Tony Stark. Callie playing Pepper Potts. This is Willie, and I'm playing James Rhodes. I'm Tim Bannock, the Watcher. And I'll be the judge for this session. Remember to subscribe and share and support your local comic book shop. Now, let's start over, shall we? Before we add some pepper to this steak... So all I know is that she was offered a job by Isotopes Genetics Hormones, which is the worst company name ever. But yeah, <laughs> like, a mouthful. One hundred percent. This is clearly like the you know the grant went to these three subjects for whatever reason, and, <laughs> and we can't come up with anything more creative than that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so went to IGH, which I'm going to call it just to save my tongue. She was interviewed by somebody. Okay, so obviously somebody wanted her there to show up. Um, let's give let's give Pepper a call. Ring ring. <laughs> Metapause. Uh, this might have. <laughs> What's the timeline between our last session and now? Uh, so this is probably next day. Like the, um, you know, Bruce was doing his thing while you guys were in oh. those interviews. So you guys. Whoa. Have... Okay. Let's pause for a second then, because if Pepper is still kind of coming down off of that, she might not be the best person for me to go and bring into this paper. What did you do? Hello? <laughs> yeah, so this is like a full 24 hours later. Um, okay. You guys have... Oh, uh, so, we, so like 24 Hulk... Hours, not, not 24 hours from, from the Hulk rage. Right. Like the, there was like time in between that and the interviews. So you guys have already done your... Uh, you guys are consultants with Shield. That's already happened. You did your interviews with Beck and Riva and uh, De Silva, um, and so you you know you're now 24 hours after that. Okay, okay, but we're all still I, in New York, right? Because they're in New York, obviously. And like, yeah, okay. you're you're okay. all in New York for the expo at this point. Okay. Um. I. Oh yeah. So bef- before I actually make this call, is is there and and if this is this is what it is, you could just say. Yes, and then we'll move on. But is does Pepper have preloaded information coming into this, and that's why we're engaging with her? Because this feels like this huh? feels like the Shield thing, where I was like, I don't know, this wouldn't make sense for me to just call like Pepper and be like, I need you to help me. I'm sorry, that doesn't make sense for Tony my, to call Pepper was... and say, I need you to help me. <laughs> yeah, that's well, literally all well, he does. With no, it's my. It, it was yeah, it was Bruce's yeah. idea. Bruce is like Tony's hit a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and let me, and I know when Tony hits a wall, this one person we can turn. Let me to. interject, and, and maybe this is a little bit of my bias kicking in. So don't don't feel like you need to follow this because I just say so right now. But um, stat wise, remember that the reason why Pepper is uh, who Pepper is is because her intuition is like ten times higher than every other character on the board right now. Um, you know. And that that bleeds through in how the characters act and and understand each other. So knowing that, like you know, Pepper Pepper can intuit things about other people that you know you guys, for all your science, cannot. Okay. So that's just like that's just a metagaming like rules sense, but it, like it it does influence how you understand each other's characters. Like 
Pepper is known as the caring, uh, you know, uh, astute and incredibly uh, capable person because of that trait. I mean, to be fair, that was that was that was three days ago. I would have agreed (laughs) with you. But now I'm dealing very much with a broken Pepper. (laughs) Hey, I was fine during those interviews. Yeah, did well. Increasingly <laughs> agitated, Bruce. I threw less of okay. a tantrum than Tony did during the interviews. I was I was drawing out a confession. Uh, sure, it's a you, thing. We had to twist your arm to get you to even go in there. <laughs> okay, so I I think a couple things actually that I, I can talk to Pepper about with this then, because I the the Jack Rutledge connection is weird. So I'm gonna call Pepper. And say hello. Oh, hi, Tony. Hey, Pep. Uh, So, Jack Rutledge. Yes. One of the board members of Stark Industries. Right. It's literally where my knowledge of him ends. So I need you you to fill in a little (laughs) bit more about him. Uh, He is, if you'll recall, um, uh, I guess a week ago now. Uh, when we had that very long elevator ride up, um, I did bring to your attention that he'd been asking about some of his equipment that had gone missing, uh, and you had told me to ignore it. So he should be a little bit on your radar in that sense. And I don't hear Do it. Know- Hold on. I have my notes from that session still somewhere, I think. He is actually the head of the military contracts involving radiobiology. So that was why I brought him up, too, as I know um, we have a certain very green friend who may or may not be connected to that but he did notice his equipment went missing a few weeks ago who told him that the do we know how he found out the equipment went missing and who gave him that information Uh, i think he just noticed because i think he actually pays attention to his lab and his work unlike uh some people (laughs) roadie uh okay um so how would it have been possible that a letter would be sent to Rutledge's office to get to Bruce? I'm sorry, what happened? A letter was sent to Rutledge's office addressed to Bruce. Some, so somebody knows that Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Hulk, is under the care of Stark Industries, who we have not approved. Let's not go with the full name because this is a cell phone call. <laughs> It's a Stark Industries thing. Say, Don't you have a super like wrapped up and whatnot? Yeah, that's now true. I'm, you probably do. Yeah. We're probably yeah. super, super secure and encrypted. This is fine. Quit trying to silence me, Tony. <laughs> Tony, do you know anything about your own stuff? Let's just let's just call him for now. Let's just let's just call him call him Bill Bixby. Who's um, who's that the code name for? Is that the code name for Jack or Bruce? I <laughs> said so that's the code name for Bruce. <laughs> He's Bill Bigsby, your lamplighter. <laughs> um, I don't know anything about that operation. What's what's the possible connection there? Uh, Tim, what else do I know about Jack Rutledge? Metagaming wise, there's there's nothing there. There's okay. nothing. There's nothing weird. He about didn't like. Guy. He wasn't on the board of Culver or anything yeah, he, like that. He's he's not like uh, you know. He doesn't have a Hydra tattoo on like his neck or something. Like that. <laughs> There's none of yeah. Like Jack Rutledge is is an older, ner- super nerdy uh, uh, board member who's like totally on the level about everything. Okay. 
So nothing, nothing, nothing to speak of. He he dots all his I's. He crosses all his T's. He does he does his work. Does the name Sam Stearns mean anything to you? Uh, I would Pepper would have read all the stuff about Hulk. So if if this is out of character, if he was mentioned, I guess I would just have like newspaper knowledge of him, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like as far or would as would he even be mentioned in the newspapers because know. like he was yeah only person. only because there were missing persons yeah um yeah exactly it's like those kind of public reports like um you know Pepper would have would have dug in a little bit deeper and probably found anything related to him which again not much regarding his fate but that he definitely was uh, involved in the incident and his um. And he he went missing. the The university was looking for him. Like, you know, he's probably got family and friends who are concerned, but nothing. I I have to say that RPing a genius is like the hardest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> it's real. It's super super difficult. I've written real smart it's, characters, and it's rough. <laughs> it's it's like it's so bad because I'm like, okay, well, I just like you know get out of like lateral thinking start like and it's man yeah there there's some there's some things that might just end up being dead ends and uh you know i i will I'm, again metagaming like rutledge there's nothing weird about this guy but he I, knows. Think, I think we should bring him in and interrogate him <laughs> he did so well with that last time we gotta get someone we gotta get someone to play as rutledge <laughs> On it. it screws to him. <laughs> so we don't know anything about Sam Stearns. Uh, okay, what do you uh, actually any familiarity with isotopes, genetics, hormones? Hey Tim, does Pepper know anything about this real fun new company? <laughs> no. So was Tony right about calling Pepper? <laughs> it was Bruce's idea. <laughs> God damn it, Bruce. <laughs> I like I Pepper. <laughs> That's good because she's a little unsure about the Hulk. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wonder why. Um, do you, Tony, why no, are you asking Bruce. all this? What's going Bruce. on? Like, how did you find out? How did you find out that? Yeah, that, tell that, it, Tone. Yeah, are we on like a three-way call or what's going on? <laughs> no, Bruce. No, I'm I'm just 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 on speakerphone on Tony's head. <laughs> I assume I'm at the hotel or something. I'm being a CEO at the expo or whatever. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're, oh God, how do, how do I even explain this charmingly? Um, Was that so, in character? Yeah, a little, a little bit. I'll interject and, and by no means do you, do you have to take this, but um, if, if you want, we can just kind of reframe, switch to a, a scene where you guys are all together. We can, we can do that if you want, uh, if you want to kind of move past this or by all means continue. I don't so, want to. I'm, so we can try to do that. Pepper is truly uncertain about the Hulk. She sympathizes with Bruce Banner, but boy, after what happened at the hotel, mm-hmm. is she, cause she doesn't have armor. She doesn't have <laughs> She doesn't have her her rifle. Yeah, my lamp. I don't have a lamp. It's weird if a CEO of a company carries a lamp with her everywhere. Like, you can't do that. It would take some convincing, I think, to get Pepper in a room with Bruce. She's okay talking on the phone. Right. Uh, and I, I, 
I do as a character have concerns about Pepper's. We do joke about it, but I actually do have legitimate concerns about about Pepper and Callie. <laughs> but, 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 uh, Tony would have concerns and want to keep her a little bit at arm's length distance because this feels like another situation that is going to bubble up and potentially cause problems for her. So I'm I'm being slightly protective because I think too, I'm also dealing with a lot of failures and thrusting stuff onto the people close to me and, and causing problems. Um, so you're okay, so yeah, in not wanting me there the... or in not wanting me to know stuff. Arms not wanting you to know. Cool. Stuff. I get XP for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And that's the beauty of why I offered a reframe a scene. And if you deny it, that ends up being a place where you get XP. Um, okay, so yeah, continue, continue the phone conversation. Funny. Well, what else can we get XP for in this situation? <laughs> um, so, okay. so Tony, where are you? So what are you doing? You, you call me and you ask up all these questions. Also, I haven't seen Bruce around after, you know, they moved us from our hotel rooms for good reason. Um, hey, Pepper. <laughs> Hi, Bruce. I'm better now. Are you? Sorry. Good. Good. Uh, where, are, where are you guys? Are you somewhere safe? Just... Are you somewhere away from other people? <laughs> mm, other than Tony? I mean, he... Yeah. <laughs> We're in the middle of Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I immediately put the phone back to my ear. <laughs> And uh, I actually ask Pepper, has anybody been asking her any questions about Bruce's location since since that night? Um, you know, I haven't gotten anything, but I don't know if that's something Bambi might have been filtering away because I'm the CEO and I'm trying to run a company. Um. <laughs> In between you picking up a, an assault rifle and charging down a hallway to fight a massive green monster? I'm sorry, I didn't have a pair of uh, repulsor gauntlets that I could use at my disposal to be able to blast the enemies that were in the hallway. Um, well, I, I was resourceful. Away, so. I was resourceful and used what I had at hand. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> well, let's, let's see what Christmas brings. Meta moment. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting a little bit of a wall on where to take this. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll uh, change things for you. So Rody, um, <laughs> you're <laughs> no problem. <laughs> the timer's done. Everyone's dead anyway. Just the bomb went off that you didn't look for under the table. <laughs> that was the final thing you got. Spent a lot of time with the computers. <laughs> Never um, looking at the table. So Rody, you're, you've just settled down after having this harrowing conversation and, and, you know, being woken up by the bright mm -hmm. light of your laptop, uh, you know, screen in your eyes as you were like looking for all this information furiously for uh tony um but you've you've settled down gone back gone back to bed you know you're you're laying down you're just getting to that zone where like you've, you've pushed the, uh, the the tony stark issues <laughs> out of your mind you know you find that that beautiful like meditative space or, or whatever i don't know what you do you, you actually i'll let you you tell us what what does Rody do in order to <laughs> calm down after that kind of a situation? Uh, well, I feel like Rody actually doesn't get wound up that much. Like, I feel like oh, yeah. calls in the middle of the night from Tony are not abnormal. <laughs> True. Um, so I feel like it's just like 
couple deep breaths, eyes shut, able to just barely start going off to sleep fairly quickly. You know, I mean, he's military. Right. Like, it's you got to be able to do that. Like, yeah, no, that's a really good point. Yeah, you you've you've trained for this your whole life, yeah. right? Tony Stark is like low on the priority of of you know uh, trauma. Um, so yeah, you're you're already in that space where you're like right about to fall back to sleep uh, when you get a priority alert on your phone. Um, you know, you, t- you take a quick uh, gander at it and um, you see that it's a notification of an unidentified flying object um, that has been spotted over um, uh, the airspace uh, in the region of the expo, um, which is where scrolls mm-hmm. pretty much all. <laughs> yes, scrolls. Always. Um, <laughs> at this point, he- have we identified Iron Man as an identified flying object? Like, so. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, great. That's a fantastic question. <laughs> um, yeah. No, he's he, he's now been like added to the, uh, the the playbook of the Air okay. Force and stuff like that. There's a video attached, and you quickly go, you know, answer the priority alert and see the video and what looks like a more massive, grayer Iron Man. Uh, appears to have been flying uh, at great speed towards the expo area, which is basically incoming on your location because mm-hmm. you're at a hotel, at, you know, right. at the expo, uh, you and uh, currently Pepper. Um, the other two, for whatever reason, left the ground. So, you know, that alert comes across your phone uh, and it's from the Air Force originally, mm-hmm. but then then almost immediately it's followed by a shield alert and Coulson sends you a message and says he's en route to the expo area and wants you to figure out what's going on uh, if, if this thing touches down in that area. Seeing this, I'll uh, go ahead and give Tony a call. You you go to hit the speed dial because like he's a priority yeah. contact. So I mean, it, it literally takes you one swipe to get yeah. to the screen where you just need to hit his number. You're at the point where you're about to put your thumb down when you hear the first um, contact. Not so much an explosion, uh, you know, of like mm-hmm. force, but but more of an explosion of of rock, like a. Uh, uh, you know something impact really hard smashing yeah exactly an impact um against a building pepper you're on a phone call with uh tony at basically as as he's winding down this conversation doesn't seem to know where to go next with the uh with the questioning is when you feel the building you're in uh shake and there's a loud uh smashing sound as several windows are blown out and um, it sounds like it's on the floor immediately below you. Tony, I gotta and... go. <laughs> <laughs> and but you should get back she here. Grabs her, she grabs her lamp and heads <laughs> off. Her <laughs> lamp and her assault rifle that she still has. <laughs> I hid it under yeah. my bed, the rifle. <laughs> right. But it'll, we have no to establish it'll take that. five hours to get upstairs and then come back down. So <laughs> yeah, right. I, I cut um, you off, Tim. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> no, no worries. Basically, as you, as you say that to Tony, you're like, I got to go. Um, that's when the floor uh, and basically in the living area of, of the penthouse um, hotel room that you have, um, the floor in the center of the living room just actually like starts to uh, collapse 
downward and you can see that something has come up through and just like basically grabbed the 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 structure that is underneath the floor and just pulled it down and it begins climbing through and it's a big metal thing um that looks to be uh you know has some reminiscent lines and um you know aesthetics that are uh remind you of of iron man but much more like something tony sark would do and then somebody else who doesn't know what they're doing would just bolt metal pieces on and turn into a tank and it begins crawling through your floor and you hear the voice although as as uh warbly as it is coming through this loudspeakers of this system um from this power armor you can tell uh by the intonation and by the uh the kind of cadence of his speech that it's obadiah stain oh snap i was gonna say do i recognize the armor as yep what he yeah yeah threw us out this is absolutely the the iron manga armor which is which is basically the mark one armor um but kind of uh you know, bolted metal plates on and, and a little bit more bulky. Um, and Obadiah uh, calls out from the loudspeaker of this thing as he's coming through the floor in this armor. He says, where is Stark right now? I need to know. And just as suddenly as all of this is happening, he gets hit by an impact. Something slams into so him exciting. and he's, <laughs> he's basically like, he's like halfway through the floor yelling at you, asking where Tony is when he gets pulled back underneath and thrown across um, the room that's beneath you. And you see this, uh, you know, absolutely incomprehensibly monstrous form that you've only seen a few blurry photos of. Um, it looks like the abomination. Um, has tackled the Ironmonger armor what? and has thrown what? it to the ground. <laughs> what did we do to this film series? <laughs> you got nothing up, man. 